Hello and welcome to Jimmy's Jobs of the Future for our final episode of 2022. I hope you'll allow me some reflections on what this podcast has achieved this year, but also where Jimmy's Jobs will be heading in 2023. But first, thank you to you, the listener. We couldn't do this show without you and you make it so much fun by engaging with the show telling us where you're listening to it and sending us the messages about where you're trying to find your future career paths, having listened to the show. The team always love to hear from you, so you can always drop us an email at hello at jobsofthefuture.co. It's really inspiring to see how many of you are thinking about the future of work and the future of jobs. This year has been a breakout year for Jimmy's Jobs. But before we get into that, I just wanted to think about where it all started. Because there are many more of you now that listen to the show. And primarily, I want the guests to do the talking on this podcast. That's what they're here to do. But I did think I'd just reflect on where it all started. Because it was two years ago, in the first lockdown, my wife had gone back to work in the NHS and I'd become a stay-at-home dad to our six-month-old daughter. And that was where we were listening to lots of radio, lots of podcasts, partly because didn't want to be doom-scrolling. There isn't that much you can do with a six-month-old. We obviously couldn't see any friends or family. And so it was during that time I thought, is there something that I can do to help tackle the unemployment crisis that we thought was going to be coming up. It was quite a contrast. Six months earlier, I'd been at number 10, flying around the world on RAF Voyager, probably being able to lay claim to being one of the most in-demand people when it came to meetings. And here I was, spending 12 hours a day with my daughter at the kitchen table, with just one hour of government-sanctioned walk around the park. We had very much gone from Downing Street to diapers, as I've remarked many times since. And that's when the first podcast recording started, during various lockdown naps. It's grown quite a bit since then, from being recorded in my spare bedroom. We've now taken on a team that is really pushing the boundaries of what we're trying to achieve. We've gone from Jimmy's Jobs of the Future and interviewing entrepreneurs every week to having a bit of a broader scope. You'll hear us refer more to the show as Jimmy's Jobs now, but we'll always be rooted in speaking to entrepreneurs about where they think jobs of the future will lie. But there is only so often that I could hear the phrase data scientists and software engineers is what we're short of. Those are the two key skills above all else that we seem to be in particular short supply of. And we particularly expanded at the beginning of this year when Rishi Sunak, Chancellor of the Exchequer, came on. Because I actually think it's really interesting to explore all types of jobs. What is the job of the Chancellor of the Exchequer? Now, even listening to him answer it, I've been at the centre of politics and between business and politics for 10 years. But actually hearing him 
break it down in the way that he did was a way that I hadn't quite thought about it like that before. We assume lots of knowledge when it comes to politicians and the media. And that's why sometimes I think asking the most simple questions, particularly at the beginning, can reveal the most interesting answers. Again, we did this later on in the year when Andrew Bailey, the Governor of the Bank of England, came on the show. We all know that the Governor of the Bank of England is in charge of interest rates alongside the Monetary Policy Committee, which is the primary way that we tackle inflation, or tackle inflation at the moment. But actually, the bank employs almost 5,000 people. What do they all do? Where do they all sit? What do they all look at? And again, it was fascinating to talk to the Governor of the Bank of England about this and about the way the bank is structured and set up. As somebody who started his career there and worked all the way through it, he was a brilliant advocate for it. And this is what we want to be doing more of with Jimmy's Jobs, is that we want to be democratising all the interesting careers information that's happening out there. Because there's a paradox that sits at the world at the moment. I don't believe there's ever been a better time to be a young person or indeed somebody just wanting to switch careers. There's more jobs, more exciting opportunities than ever being created. But the paradox of it is that can almost make it harder to find out information out there. And that's what we're trying to do, is bring the most interesting minds of the UK economy onto the show to talk about where they think the future of our economy is heading. Where will jobs be creating that? And what are their jobs? How did they get those as well? It's interesting because undoubtedly a jobs podcast is a niche, but it's a niche that's relatable to everyone. And that's partly why we've been able to get so many brilliant guests on the show to come and share their stories. One of my reflections, though, is that podcast discovery is actually very hard. Because almost effectively, when you're building a podcast, it's like building a well. It goes very deep. But actually, if people don't know about it, it's quite hard for them to discover that it exists. And that's been one of the big reflections this year, is that actually, we need to be spending far more time on the billboards, pointing towards the well in the Sahara Desert, to explain that we're here. And one of the ways that we've done that is via TikTok and YouTube. At the start of this year, we didn't have a presence on either platform. Whereas this year, they've grown exponentially. We've had over 5 million views on TikTok. We've had over half a million views on YouTube. At the beginning, I was quite dismissive to the team of these ideas. I didn't think that TikTok was really representative of what we were trying to do. We were, you know, a sort of a serious business podcast. It wasn't about teenagers dancing to funny lyrics. And then actually, my scepticism was proven massively wrong. Well, was it scepticism or was it that I just didn't want to embrace something new? I don't know the answer to that. 
but it's something that I've reflected on a lot since then. Because actually, summing up a podcast episode in 60 seconds, or summing up anything in 60 seconds, picking the best spots of it, are the real skills of the future. In fact, they've always been skills to some regard. I once remember writing a great big report for our headmaster on the future of the school council, etc. And it must have been about two and a half thousand words long. And we presented it to him. And he was just like, McLaughlin, I'm not interested in reading two and a half thousand words of your prose. Why don't you give me the 90 second pitch for how the school council should look in the future? And I've always remembered that as a way of being able to crystallize the kind of key messages that you want to put across. And that's definitely what TikTok and YouTube Shorts have done for us this year. They've made us much more focused. They've made our introductions to the show much more focused as well. I listened back to some of the series and listened to me sort of waffling on for three minutes at the beginning and slightly cringe at myself. He says, as we're now nine minutes into a two-year reflection piece. So I want to say a big thank you to the team that have come on the show, particularly Sunny Winter this year, who has been at the forefront of our kind of TikTok and YouTube strategy. It's been amazing to have somebody on who understands that world and makes the most of it and explains it in very simple terms. It demonstrates how all of us need to spend our entire careers thinking about the way that we learn. Ultimately, what I'm trying to do with this show and the TikToks and the YouTubes and so on is become the Martin Lewis of jobs. Martin Lewis, for our American listeners and listeners across the globe, is a UK finance expert that started out 20 years ago, effectively through building email lists, giving advice away on good deals that people could get on their broadband or energy. He's had a particularly important year with the cost of living crisis that's going on and he's been all across the UK news and that's what we're trying to do with this podcast when it comes to jobs as well because ultimately I think having a job is one of the most powerful things that you can have in your life. It shouldn't necessarily define you but nonetheless it is incredibly important. I also wanted to say a big thank you to our partners, The Octopus Group. The Octopus Group have backed us since the second season and have been one of the major factors in what has allowed us to put such a professional show together each week. The Octopus Group are a group of eight entrepreneurially minded companies that look to invest in the future people and ideas that will change the world. They themselves almost employ a thousand people and that's before you count Octopus Energy which span out of them just five years ago. Simon Rogerson and Chris Hewlett have both been on the show, the co-founders, talking about their vision for Octopus but also this year we've dug a bit more deeply into things. We've had Ruth Hancock on CEO of Octopus Investments, who was one of our most listened to 
episodes throughout the year. And we recently had Laura on, who's the head of talent in Octopus Ventures. Again, another one of our most listened to episodes, with Laura talking about how startups should look to build teams at the outset. A really important episode that so many people have enjoyed listening to. The plans for Jimmy's jobs in 2023 are for us to get bigger, for us to get more listeners, for us to appear on more platforms, looking specifically at individual jobs of the future as well. So exploring those roles like data scientists and software engineers, what do they actually mean? What can you earn getting those jobs? And what are the qualifications that you need to get them? So we'll be doing much more of that. We'll also be investing in our Substack, which you can sign up to at www.jimmysjobs.substack.com. We'll also put the links to all these sites in the show notes as well. Because that's one of the things that I've realised about running this, is that it's no longer just a simple podcast. In fact, I believe that we're just at the very beginnings of the podcast industry. We are very much, you might say, in the podcast 1.0 era. There'll be more interaction coming down the line, and that's what we want to hear from you, more about what you want to see on the show, the guests that we should have, and also trying to get more of your questions. We're going to be try, we're going to try to be more organised about announcing what's coming up so that you can feed in your questions, because we've got some brilliant guests lined up for the beginning of next year, like James Cleverly, the Foreign Secretary, Michelle Donnellan, the youngest member of the Cabinet as the Digital, Culture, Media and Sports Secretary, who started her career in the World Wide Wrestling Federation. It'll be fascinating to explore how that led her into a career of politics, which one involves more acting potentially as well. But also we've got some really big partnerships happening next year as well, which really allows us to continue with the professionalisation of the show and allowing us to put it out there. The next series will be kicking off with the Scotch Whiskey Association, exploring all the jobs in Scotch whisky, right from the distillery through to the logistics and bottling plants, all the way to hospitality, tourism, and the content creators that Scotch whisky supports as well. We recorded it last week. It's going to be an absolutely fascinating episode. A big thank you to Leo as well who worked on that. Leo was the first producer on the show. He joined when we had less than 10,000 listens. We didn't even have a website when Leo joined. Uh, It was the last project that Leo worked on before he is venturing off to a very exciting job with a traditional radio company. And I'm very proud of everything that he's achieved with us and that he's going to go on and do that. It's a real pleasure to be able to work with people and see them grow throughout their careers. And I'm so chuffed for him. In addition, another company that we'll be doing a partnership with in the early new year is M2 Lasers. Now, M2 Lasers are at the forefront of quantum computing. Quantum computing is complicated, but it is one of the most revolutionary 
technologies that we are likely to see happen in the next decade. I'll give you a simple, a simple example of quantum computing and the impact that it could have. At the moment, when you are getting your deliveries to your house, it is very difficult for the e-commerce provider to be able to plan that far in advance. Because simply the data that is required to crunch is too much for it. It can sort of do three or four stops comfortably ahead, but actually beyond that, it can't really do it. One of the things that quantum computer is going to be able to do is allow people to plan entire routes throughout the day, taking into impact things like traffic conditions and weather and so forth, leading to a massive reduction in carbon emissions from these vehicles. That's just one of the small, exciting elements of what quantum computing is going to allow us to do but they're a fascinating company based in Glasgow I got to know them when I was working at number 10 and I do think what they are doing is incredibly exciting and I'm really looking forward to exploring that in more detail if you want to know more about the partnerships that we work on you can go to our website at www.jobsofthefuture.co and look a bit more at our partnerships page there and how it works out. In summary, thank you for listening to Jimmy's Jobs of the Future and for being such a big part of the show. I feel that we are very much still at the beginning of this journey and what this podcast can become. We want to involve you more with the show and that's why I encourage you to check out all of the links to the different platforms that we're on so that you know how to engage with us. But also feel free to drop us a line at hello at jobsofthefuture.co if you want to be a bit more involved with the show. We're always looking for new and creative ideas. Thanks for listening and thanks for being such a big part of the show. Wishing you a happy Christmas and a prosperous 2023. Sonny, this is the last bit. M squared lasers. M squared lasers. <laughs>